You're watching KCMI TV. Well, I'm glad you joined me today, and uh, I know y'all have such busy lives, and so uh, I'm really grateful to be able to take this time and share the word of the Lord with you. So I want to talk about hearing the voice of God today. And you can say, well, why is that important? Well, I think we can delve into the scriptures and um, there's a verse in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. It says that faith can only come by hearing the word of the Lord. And so there are different aspects in your life that are not gonna come unless you hear the voice of God. And one of them is faith. And the Bible says this, it says that the only way we can please God is to live by faith. In John um, chapter six, it also says this, Jesus said, the words that I speak to you, when you can hear the words that God is speaking, he said, they are two things. He said, they are spirit and they are life. And this is why so many people just they don't feel alive in, in their walk with God is because they're not hearing the voice of the Lord. So I want to go back because God likes to talk. He likes to speak. And when you go back, when God initially reveals himself to mankind, the Bible said that he became the word. In fact, in before God ever manifested himself as Jesus. In the beginning was the word. So God was voice. He was speaking. That's, that's the aspect of God is that he speaks. And um, when you hear the word of the Lord, it changes your life. And one verse talks about it. It says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto the church. And there are so many, listen, if you don't hear the voice of God, then there's no direction in your life. This is why so many people make such bad choices and get off in the wrong direction in their life is because they're not hearing the voice of the Lord. Because Jesus said this, he said, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. When, when you get in the Old Testament, there's several references to, to idols. And it'll talk about idols. It says it has having hands uh, they cannot feel, having eyes they cannot see, having feet they cannot walk. And it'll say having ears. It'll say having mouth they cannot speak and having ears they cannot hear. And then it says this, they that worship those idols become like them. And what, whatever you give your time to and your passion to. You know, I, I meet a lot, of, a lot of believers who they just can't find time for God. They're, you'll tell them, they'll say, listen, my job is, is taking my time, or uh, my children are taking my time. But whatever you give your passion to, whatever you give your time to, is what you're going to give your worship to. And whatever you worship is who you're going to be like. And if you worship things outside of God that are not God, then you're worshiping an idol. 
And the Lord said this, and this is why so many people that are very busy in life with business and pursuits and, and all of these different things, and they, can't, they don't hear the Lord because they have become like what they worship. And they think, well, you know, I'm not doing anything sinful. No, your worship determines your ability to hear the voice of God. And when you, the very first thing that the Bible starts talking about with God, it'll say in the beginning was the heavens and the earth and they were formed by God. And, you know, it's, and it says, and God said, and it was. And God said, and it was. And God said, it was. He's creating in these days. And so what God is doing, he is speaking and he loves to speak. <clears throat> And so for us to be able to hear uh, the voice of the Lord, it is, it is imperative that if you're going to be victorious in God, you've got to be able to hear the voice of the Lord. And, and if God has to shout for you to hear him, you're too far away. The Bible talks about being able to hear the still, small voice. People who stay close to God can hear just the whisper, just the whisper of the Lord. Um, Bible says, he that heareth my words and doeth them. It's not, not just enough. Bible says not to just be a hearer of the word, but to be a doer of the word. And you say, well, pastor, I have a hard time hearing God. Well, part of it is you got to get yourself in a place where you can listen. Prayer is where we speak and God listens, and then God speaks and we listen. And you say, well, how does God speak to us? And I can give you some, some ways. Uh, first way that God speaks to us many times is through prayer. He, I think God speaks to me uh, as much through prayer as to any other way. Another way that God will speak to us is when we read the word of the Lord. All of a sudden, there'll be a passage of scripture that'll just begin to leap in our spirit or we're perplexed with our day and God, I don't know what to do. And you read a verse of the Lord and all of a sudden a light turns on and you go, oh my, this is the answer. Um, another way that God will speak to you is by the Holy Spirit. God will just, the Holy Ghost will just quicken something in you. You're praying and, and, and you're just meditating on the Lord. Um, and then the Holy Spirit will just give you the answer. It's that relationship with him. There's another way that God will speak to you. And, and this is uh, maybe it's not as, as often as the other ways, but it's through prophecy. How many times have you and I been in a place in a service and needed to hear from the Lord and all of a sudden God would use someone either who had the gift of prophecy or else was a true prophet and they begin to speak, thus saith the Lord. And, and oh my, we will say, oh, they read my mail. What was it? It's God speaking to you. And then the fifth way that God speaks to us many times is through, through godly counsel. You don't know what to do, so you, you seek out somebody that you have confidence, that you know here's the Lord has matured in their life, 
and you'll sit down with them. It could be a pastor. It could be somebody else in the church that's seasoned. And you begin to talk to them about your situation. And they will draw from their own wisdom, from life experiences. And they'll begin to speak into your life and say, this is how I think that you should move. And so you're going to, there are three different voices generally that, that we're going to hear. And this is why you got to discern between the three which one's God. The first one that you're going to hear many times is just the voice of our own fleshly desire. You know, you, you'll hear the voices, that's what I want. And, and then you don't, do I buy that car, do I not buy that car? Do, do we step out and, and take a step of faith and buy this house, or do we not? And you have to discern, is this just something I want? Or is this God speaking to me? The second voice that you're going to hear many times is just the voice of the devil. Again, he takes on the nature of God. God is word. When you go back to the book of Revelations, chapter 2 and chapter 3, he is addressing the seven churches. And at the end of every letter, he will write this. He says this, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. The Holy Spirit is always talking. Uh, when you go back to Genesis 1 and it says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. What is there? There is a conversation, an ongoing conversation taking place with God, the Godhead. They are talking to each other. And they are dialoguing. And I believe that God is speaking all the time. I believe that God is, is speaking to the church all the time. But we have to have the ear, the spiritual ear, to be able to find the frequency. You know, um, an animal can hear things that you and I can't hear because their hearing is on a different frequency. You should be able to hear the voice of God speak when others can't because you're tuned in to a different frequency. And so um, that's why the Lord talks about idols. He said they have ears, but they can't hear. And the Lord's addressing the Pharisees. He talked about them. He said, you have ears, but you can't hear. There's a spiritual deafness that's gotten a hold of them. And I can tell you this, that uh, the Holy Spirit, through conviction, is speaking. And I am so grateful for conviction. Because, boy, all of a sudden you're going to do something. The Spirit of God will check you like that. You know what that is? That's God speaking to you and saying, don't do that. How many times have we overrode the voice and went ahead and did it? And then a day later, a week later, or whatever, we go, man, I should have listened to that, that prompting uh, in my spirit. And so... Um, one of the things that I, I want to talk about is, um, you know, it takes time to learn how to hear the voice of God. And to give you a beautiful example of this is in the Old Testament with Eli and Samuel. And God won't talk to Eli anymore because he said, you have preferred your sons over me and have allowed them to commit such perversion in the house of the Lord. And so God supernaturally orchestrates this desire in Hannah to have a child, and through intercession, she births Samuel and gives him to God. And so Samuel is now in the temple, but he, is, he's, he doesn't know what the voice of God sounds like. 
he's immature. And, of course, God speaks to him, and he, he thinks, well, Samuel or Eli. And the second time it happens, and he goes to Eli again and said, what do you want? And, and Eli says, it's not me. And then the third time, God speaks to Samuel, and Eli figures it out. He said, when you go back and lay down, if a voice speaks again, say, Lord, speak for thy servant, hear of thee. That was the very first time that Samuel, who was a judge and a prophet, was able to hear the voice of God. You will never be able to lead people until the voice of God can lead you. And it's very interesting because when you go uh, back to the scriptures, um, there are seven major feasts in the Bible, and there's the feast of Passover and the um, Feast of Unleavened Bread, and then there's the Feast of First Weeks, and then there's the Feast of Pentecost, which is um, somewhere around the fourth or the fifth month. And then you skip ahead, and then the next feast is Trumpets, and then it's Day of Atonement, and then it's the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, I, would, I would like to say that this was my own revelation. It's not. I got this from Charles Capp. And he really got an insight as to the development of a fetus in the womb in correlation to the seven feasts. And out of all of the feasts that occur, the only one that has to do with sound is the Day of Trumpets. And it happens uh, in the early fall. And when you begin to study, and, and this is a great study, you can, you can find it, but the fetus ability to be able to hear the sound outside the womb happens around 27 to 29 weeks, somewhere around the sixth and seventh month, which is the same time that the Feast of Trumpets occurs, the blast of the trumpet that we will hear with our ears. And so there is a development that takes place in the spirit of the Lord. And um, I, I was finding a scripture that says um, on the Lord, he said this. He said, I have heard the cry of my people in Israel. And God has an ear. You and I survive because the Lord is constantly listening to our words. And this is why the Lord speaks. He said, the words that you speak, they're life and they're death. They're death. And God is emphatic on you and I being able to hear the voice of God. And so you have to learn how to position yourself Number one, to stay close to the Lord. The, the farther you get away from God, the more that you cease to pray and to read the word and to be in church and hear preaching, then you're, there is a deafness that takes place. And the Lord said this. He said, you know, they have ears, but they can't hear. They're deaf. They're, the last thing you want is to become deaf in the spirit because when you no longer hear the words of God, then you no longer have spirit, you no longer have life, you no longer have direction, you no longer have fellowship.
And these are the things that make us strong in the Lord. And so uh, this is why prayer is important because I, I try to take time in prayer that I don't always talk, but I just, I just become quiet and I meditate. And what am I doing? I'm listening for God's voice to speak. Most of the messages that I get that I preach, God will drop just a nugget in my spirit and then I will begin to study that out. And so I want to encourage you that uh, when you hear the voice of God, it'll make life easier. Find a place to live. Develop a position in God that God doesn't have to shout to get your attention, but he can just whisper to you because you're right next to him. Well, God bless you. I pray you have a blessed day, and uh, I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.